You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT365. And not only do you have a gentle reminder to do your own damn research, but of course, not financial advice. But I will say I've been getting a lot of messages from so many of you that are um, jumping in on a lot of the projects, either you know some of the projects that we featured via, uh, you know, some of the projects we featured via interviews, or maybe some of the projects that we um, kind of highlighted uh, you know, or mentioned or gave shout outs. And so I, I love seeing that uh, big, you know, there's something really cool about knowing that we can, you know, shift the men- momentum and the energy towards good. And, and I love seeing so many people that are even going back and listening to older episodes when they're deciding to, uh, you know, put their money um, behind a project and, and looking at what projects that we are uh, you know, kind of investing in ourselves, which ones we have minted for our Mint 365 project. But I also will say, you know, not only is it important to do your own research, but also just remember, um, you know, what the expectations are when we're we're explaining different projects, right? It's very easy to like, uh, you know, I, I was even joking with uh, someone on my team that like, we could we could write down how many times we mentioned Playboy Rabbitars or Crypto Chicks or uh, Meta Whips. We could we could write down how many times we mentioned those projects or Crypto Dads, whatever it may be. But without the context of when we mentioned them, it can really be taken out uh, out of sorts. And I think that's such an important aspect, you know, in this you know NFT space is really making sure that you have the context with any recommendation. When someone says, "Hey, this is a great project. You guys should check it out." The answer to the question back should be, what about it is great? And when you say it is great, is it great for a long-term hold, a short-term hold? Is it great because it has great art and we can trust the founders? Is it great because you believe it'll blow up very quickly and, and we'll get a lot of return right away? Like, I think all of those things, like when we say something like this is a, this project is great or, hey, check out this project, you kind of have to take a lot of those things into account. And so, you know, I was recently interviewed on a new podcast uh, by a good friend, Mike Stelzner, uh, called Crypto Business. And uh, in that podcast, I talked a lot about the use cases for NFTs. And really, my focus on that podcast was, you know, those that can are looking to learn more about crypto, I want to really open their mind on the use cases that are available here in the NFT space, right? And I think a lot of that has to do with the blockchain. A lot of that has to do with the ability to be, tra- you know, having this transparent ledger where uh, it doesn't have to be an example of like, hey, trust me, I'm going to do what I say with the money that you guys are, are investing. I can actually show that you're, that it's worth, you know, that I'm doing exactly what I was preaching or what I believe in. And I, I mentioned on that podcast, you know, the idea of charities and uh, nonprofits and social good aspects of uh, the NFT space. And I mentioned the Shaquille O'Neal um, project. Shaq had a, a project where he launched around Christmas time, uh, and we minted one of them here for the project. I minted, I think, five or six of them uh, myself for uh, my own personal bag. 
And what I loved about it was, you know, it was for the Shaquille O'Neal Foundation, um, the Shaq Foundation, where he's he's helping kids in underprivileged uh, areas, uh, especially in Florida, um, that don't have resources to school supplies. He's getting them school supplies. And one of the things, big things he stressed uh, during an interview that he had with Gary Vaynerchuk was about, you know, he doesn't he he's not going to use this money for overhead or for hiring people or for his team. It's every penny that is going to be raised by this NFT, that wallet is going to be directly used for the the you know buying and selling and the, or the, I guess the buying and donating of all of these resources and goods. And, it, you know, I got a lot of people, you know, reaching out to me, uh, you know, and shout out to so many in the uh, discord. I know, uh, Mr., you know, we had Mr. Ross, we had Dan, uh, a lot of those that are, are um, you know, not only are they active in our discord, but they are holding our founders NFTs. Uh, there are 22 of you that are holding our founders NFTs, which was a, a $5,000 um, investment for each. And, and I just want to say, you know, thank you. Thank you for buying the, the founders NFTs. They are sold out now. We have, um, we do have some super fans, uh, NFTs that are available. If anyone wants to, uh, support the show, also get uh, access to a percentage of our sale on November 11th. Uh, you know, you can check out those super fans NFTs. And so I love that there were so many people in our community that like their, their, their mind started racing on like, what are the ways that we can use, NFTs for, you know, charities that maybe you're on, on the board of or social good initiatives. And I will say, you know, I'm on uh, the social council for No Kid Hungry. I've been on the advisory board for a lot of uh, projects on uh, stopping child trafficking on a couple other uh, projects as well. And I think the opportunity here with N- NFTs is massive because if we think about it, one of the things with charity side of the house is that we like to be able to amplify the good things that we're doing, and we should, right? If you are if you are donating it, you shouldn't be donating just so that you can tell everyone that you're donating. But if you think about it, if you are donating and you tell more people that you're donating, how many more people that will that inspire to donate or inspire to you know have something good? And I know around Christmas time we invested, uh, and I, I need to make sure I stop using the word invested. But we we supported, we purchased um, a couple NFTs that had uh, social good components to them. But I want to add this caveat right out of the jump: a lot of the social good focused or social good only NFT projects have not done very well from an NFT perspective on like long-term growth just so far from what I can tell. Right. And even that first NFT that I've ever purchased, right. The blaze cats, uh, NFT, you know, they donated a hundred percent of their profits to the mental health association. Um, but I will say that's a, that's a great thing, but I believe there's also this like balance, right? Because if we're donating a hundred percent of the profits, what is, what is the team doing to operate the discord, the community? How are they reinvesting in the artist? How are they giving back? And I think it's very easy for us to go one side or the other. And, I, and I've explained this in a previous episode as well. Like if you're using social good or charity as a, um, as a backbone, as like the number one thing that you're marketing, but you're only giving 10% of your revenue or your profit um, to your the charity, I think that's not, that's not cool, right? Like if you're going to use that as the number one thing you're marketing, it needs to be more than 10%. But also on the flip side, if it's a hundred percent, how are you funding these projects? How are you, how are you funding the continual growth? And and like, how do we know that like the project's going to be around for a while? And, and so I think there is a balance, right? And I will say one of the other balances to this is 
if you remember that built into almost all NFT contracts is that residual, right? That percentage, that creator percentage that for every sale, a percentage goes back to, you know, whoever, whatever the smart contract determines. And see, this is where I think we can actually make a massive impact, right? To inspire people to trade and to sell and to buy on secondary market, rather than saying, hey, this charity, you know, we're going to donate 100% to this charity of our initial profits. What if you did a percentage of the initial profits, but then you did 5% of every secondary sale will go directly in to the wallet for the charity, right? Like now we're not only incentivized, you know, we're, when now we would stop, it would actually help eliminate the shaming of those that are flipping projects, right? Because technically if you're buying it and you're flipping the NFT for what it's worth, right? You're not undercutting the floor, but you're flipping it. All of a sudden now we know that, you know, Hey, 5% of that, every flip is going to the, a charity or through a social good cause. Now I think, now I think we're, we're kind of moving in the right direction. The other part of this is I'm a big believer in collaboration, And so I think it's very easy to say, okay, we're going to pick this charity and this NFT project is going to donate a percentage to that charity. But what if you brought the charity into the NFT project and not only was donations going there, but they were going to help influence some of the direction. They were going to contribute to the content. They were going to participate in the discord. I think one of the things that is missing and the reason I think a lot of these NFT projects have struggled that are really social good heavy or really charity heavy is it it definitely does feel like we are doing this and we're sending it to them. But imagine if you brought the charity and the cause in to the scenario, into the project. And even, you know, I would even say go as far as, you know, if your charity or your cause has artists and creatives that are in it, why not include one of ones that were actually created by those that are, you know, being impacted by the charity or by the cause, right? Now we're, now we're starting to make a difference. And, you know, as someone, you know, I've been on the, the social board now for uh, No Kid Hungry, which is a, an amazing charity. I definitely recommend checking out the work they do. They only ask for donations one day a year. Uh, the rest of the year, they're really focused on educating on how many kids here in America uh, specifically are are struggling to know where their next meal is coming from. Um, you know, and as a dad of three little girls, that's, a, you know, that just, you know, pains my heart to think about, you know, kids in this country that, you know, when they wake up, the only meal that they can guarantee, you know, is the ones they have in school. And like, what do they do on the weekends? And there's so many things that go into that. And it's just a great cause. And, you know, I've been actually uh, part of that, that community since 2013. And, you know, one of the things that I was thinking of is, that, you know, not only is it a really cool cause, but they integrate chefs into their, into the actual project. So they do these chef bike rides. Um, they send different chefs to different schools that actually do some amazing uh, cooking there at the school to kind of change the dynamic. Also, to they bring chefs in to educate different school systems on why they need to change the the food and the um, the way that they're, you know, integrating some of these nonprofits. So like one of the things that I was thinking of for No Kid Hungry is like, okay, what if we integrated that ability to not only bring the school boards in, but what if we were able to, to work with those school systems to do, um, you know, we could do contests for these kids in these, you know, in these uh, lower income school systems where maybe the, the winner of these contests at these different schools 
their artwork is now turned into an NFT and we can raffle that NFT off within a collection and now raise money for that school system, right? Go And that, that money would be directly sent via a wallet for that school system for them to use to, you know, maybe to increase the amount of kids that are getting the, the free lunches or even to support, you know, free, you know, more, uh, you know, uh, lunches on days where school doesn't happen or um, on the weekends. And so I really think the integration of some of the cause marketing is really important here. The other part of this is that I think when we're like how, you know, it's one thing to say that we're, we're, we're donating and making an impact. It's another thing to show it and to prove it. Right. And I think that's really where, you know, if I had to argue right now, if I had to say a place that I feel NFT projects as a whole are lacking. It's in video content. Like how much video content have you seen? Uh, even founders interviews, right. Or even, um, you know, project sneak peeks, right. Yes. There's some like really cool trailers and some 3d animation videos, but like, why aren't we seeing more of the, you know, kind of cross collaboration? And like, I mean, I would love to know, you know, like to get to know, you know, people within the community on what they're doing. And the last part of this is that, you know, we hear a lot of community DAOs that they allow voting of their, um, of their members to vote on, you know, what is possible. And, you know, for those that are wanting to wrap their head better around things like DAOs or things like, you know, creating some of these, you know, creator collaborations, you definitely want to check out our sponsor, our sponsor CEX, which is the Creator Economy Expo that is happening May 2nd in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, You can go ahead and get your own uh, VIP access to every single uh, Creator Economy uh, Expo event uh, moving forward. They actually allowing you to, you know, get an NFT that will hold, by holding that, you'll get access to all of the future events as well. And you just check out mint.cex.event. So definitely check them out. And, you know, the, the idea here is like, you know, how do we as creators not only impact, you know, integrate together, but collaborate together. And like, I would even argue what would be cool is like, what if we had multiple projects coming together that all of them were, you know, let, let's say these five projects, we're going to donate for the month of, you know, let's say the month of March, we're going to donate 5% of all of our secondary sales to this, this charity or cause together. But then as founders, the five of us are going to go present that to that group. And we're going to teach them how to, to take this community wallet that we have set them up. And we're going to bring that directly to that charity, because I believe this is another piece is that the education on charity transparency is something we've all heard a lot about, right? Like we want to know that the money that we're actually donating is going to the place that we say it's going to go. And I believe cryptocurrency is going to enable that in a, in a way that we've never seen before. But we also have to know that we have to educate the charities on that side and we have to bring the, the community to them, not expect them to come to us in every scenario. And then the last thing too is, you know, I believe we can evolve a lot of our projects. You know, when we hear about roadmap, we often hear about like the things that like were projected. I call it projected, projected utility, but it doesn't mean you can't add things along the way. Right. And so I what if what if a project that is sold out already, you know, and maybe you're, you're a part of one of these projects and I would challenge you know, anyone that takes, you know, you, you hear a great idea on the podcast, take this back to your favorite project. You don't need to be the project founder to come up with great ideas. If you hold the NFT, you are an owner that is just as much responsible for the success of that project as the original founders are. And what I would recommend is what if you were able to take 
you know, once you've sold out, now let's survey our audience. Let's, let's bring our audience in, allow them to vote for the charity or the cause that they want a percentage to things to go to, right? And I think the more we integrate the, the, the holders into the decisions that we're making, especially when they're non floor, you know, non, you know, yeah, non floor, non directly, you know, marketing type decisions, the more we can integrate the community, I believe the more community feels like they have a say what's going on, but more so than anything else, I believe the more people you have within your community talking about the social good, the more that that, that NFT will, will you know benefit. Because I think, unfortunately, some of the projects that I've been a part of that I know that I got in because they had a social good element and they had a very strong social good element. When I talked to other NFT holders in that same community, they didn't even know that a percentage of it was going to social good. They joined for a different reason. And I think that's one of the big, the other big pieces here is that we want to integrate the owners and the holders into our mission driven um, components. And so that's really where I would focus. And then the last thing I would challenge, you know, a lot of us here is, you know, when we're looking at, and we're going to do this in our podcast uh, community as well, you know, we're going to, we're going to roll out um, in the next couple of weeks, uh, a roadmap for the podcast. We're also going to, um, you know, dial in a little bit our mission, our vision, and our purpose. Because it's I think it's essential to make that very clear. And I want everyone here to know, like, you know, we are on a mission to create, you know, education, right? To to, you know, for me it's to educate, it's to motivate people to take action, and it's to inspire all of those that are listening to understand what is possible to bring this to your family, to your community. And I can't tell you how many, how happy I get when I see people tagging people on Twitter and say, Hey, I brought my brother, my sister, my mom into the NFT space. And I had them listen to your podcast, Brian, or Hey, look who I brought into the discord. There's someone that is looking to grow. And I, I think when we look at our, our projects today, and, I, and I've said this a lot, you know, one of the things we struggle as humans, as individuals is that we have we have a lot of values that we hold dear to us, but we don't often do a great job of putting our values out to the world. But we often expect the world to respect our values and to you know to hold you know to align with our values. But if we're not putting our values out, if we're not making those values very clear and reiterating them and making them evident in everything that we're doing, how can we expect others? to actually hold uh, you know, up to those values that we have. And so I look at projects as that same piece. And I think a lot of projects, you know, the more that I see a project is dialed in on what their mission is and what their vision is for the future and what their underlying purpose is for their community. Because remember, a community is not a bunch of people coming together. People coming together because of the people that are a part of something, that's called a network. But if you're building a community, it's about people coming together because they have a shared purpose and they have a common passion for a certain type of outcome. And I think we really, really need to improve on that as a whole. And I want to leave that here as the podcast as well as I, the more I was dialing that in, the more I was recognizing that I also need to improve on that. I want to make sure that that is clear. So when people talk about NFT 365, it's not just a great podcast. It's a podcast that was built and that is being run and has a goal of educating, of motivating and inspiring, of not allowing a financial burden to be the, the thing that prevents us from you know being a part of this community, which is why we're buying an NFT every single day for the year. 
And with that being said, we did buy a, a pretty cool NFT. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I love donuts. I like love donuts. Like my favorite, I don't know what your favorite is. Let me know what your favorite donut is. Love to hear, uh, you know, tag us on any of the socials with what your favorite donut is. But uh, my favorite is uh, I like vanilla icing with sprinkles. I'm kind of a sprinkle guy. I like sprinkles on my ice cream. I like sprinkles on my donuts. Uh, but I also like powdered sugar donuts. I had a couple of those this morning uh, with my daughters. But uh, we actually minted yesterday for Mint 365, the donut shop NFT. Uh, and they're actually giving uh, uh, unlimited donuts or lifetime supply of donuts to all of those that mint that NFT. If you buy it on secondary sale, I think you get a year's free uh, of donuts. Uh, pretty cool little initiative, but I also think it's just a fun way of, you know, NFTs don't always have to be about like products and services or social good. They can also be, well, for good of our bellies and, uh, and uh, who doesn't like donuts. So shout out to that project as well. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. Uh, as always, we are super powered by the ADHD coin over on Rally. If you're like, hey, I love this podcast. I would love to support it more. I would love to help you know, you know, contribute to, to you know, this continual growth and buying an NFT every single day for a year. Just jump over to ADHDcoin.com. Grab yourself some ADHD coin. Keep them in your wallet. Keep them you know, by you simply holding the ADHD coin, you're helping all of us that are also holding the ADHD coin because the more holders of the coin we have, the more value it goes up, the more opportunities that we're able to empower, we're able to give away. You know, I gave away a, a couple hundred dollars worth of uh, ADHD coin uh, this weekend in the Discord just as a, a thank you. I did a couple airdrops and, and I'll probably do a couple more uh, today as well. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And for those that are working on social good and charity uh, projects, uh, I'm here for you. I, I I want to champion that. I want to celebrate that. Um, even if it's just a matter of me being able to retweet it on uh, on social or um, you know give uh, you know shout outs where we can. So uh, to all those you know keep on keeping on. And remember, for me, it's all about connecting good people with good people to do good things. Till tomorrow. Cheers. This show is not for-